Trump makes Juneteenth a national holiday. Does he even know what that is? Let's talk about it, y'all. Middle America. Well, this uh, little factoid, this little ditty of news was actually, um, like so much of where I get my news, broken on the Middle America Facebook page, facebook.com backslash America Middle. This specific um, article of news came from the big homie Larry, shout out to Larry, who's, part, who's an OG Middle American. Trump pledges to make Juneteenth a federal holiday, designate the KKK a terrorist group and pitch to black voters. Mm -hmm. So Mr. Trump was speaking at another one of these Blacks for Trump rallies. Mm -hmm. And uh, here's, here's what we've got so far from the Hill. Trump speaking to supporters in Atlanta unveiled what he dubbed the platinum plan for black voters. A platinum plan? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know who came up with that one. Outlining what a second-term policy agenda could look like for African Americans. The plan leads heavily on economic proposals such as tax cuts for minority-owned businesses. Oh. Yeah, that would be us. Sure, sure. Further focus on opportunity zones that encourage investment in low-income areas and additional money for broadband and internet access to foster job and educational opportunities. Holy That's moly. really good. Uh, that's really actually interesting because, like, I... I uh, closed the deal with somebody over the over the last couple of days and uh, one of the things I need to do for him is get him set up with uh, internet mm -hmm. like I'm personally setting this guy up because you know we closed that deal or whatever oh really uh, yeah yeah and he's he's uh he's in Texas though mm. but I mean that's actually important especially oh, in absolutely. the post-covid era mm-hmm that actually shows some thoughtful thoughtfulness. Certain proposals, such as making Juneteenth, which commemorates the end of slavery, a holiday, a holiday, a federal holiday, would require congressional approval. Which there's no way that's not going to get approved. Yeah, that's impossible for that not to get approved. Holy moly! The president's plan also refers to diversity training among police department to improve community relations. Oh, what in the world? Well, that's important, also. Uh. <laughs> That's coming from Trump? I know, it's pretty, uh... Holy moly. Holy moly. That is pretty crazy. That, I, I mean, did you ever think you'd, you'd live to see uh, the day? No. No, I no, definitely not. First of all, I didn't think I'd live to see the day, regardless of who was in office, but certainly not with Trump. Un-freaking-real. This is unbelievable to me. And the thing Absolutely is, when he says stuff, he makes it happen. So it's like, it doesn't feel like empty promises just for votes. Well, no. Like, I'm not saying that he's not doing it for votes. I'm just saying empty promises for votes it doesn't seem to be his track record. Well, I mean. He says it. He, he gets it done. He, he didn't even promise the black community uh, to sign off on the First Step Act um, in his, in 2016. Mm-hmm. So that's something that he did, you know, you know, the whole Kim Kardashian, Kanye West jump yeah. on there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I, I definitely think he'll he'll definitely be good for it because, you know, he's Well, that's what it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> 
Here's, here's some other things Trump said in the discussion. For decades, Democratic politicians like Joe Biden have taken black voters for granted. They made you big promises before every election, and then the moment they got to Washington, they abandoned you and sold you out. The Democrats will always take black voters for granted until large numbers of black Americans vote Republican. Well, I think he's right, though. <laughs> this is this is. Well, I don't I, understand why you're laughing. Because, I think it's true. It's it's hilarious to me because this is one of the things that, you know, my white liberal friends simply do not understand. They just don't get it. Not all of them, but a but a large chunk of them do not understand. Um, this principle of, you know, how could you even consider Trump or how, yeah. you know, he's a racist, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay, this is Stephen A. Smith, one of the most famous members of our community. Um, and so here's what he had to say in 2016. Stephen A. said that every black person in America should vote Republican for at least one election. Stephen A. Smith is joining me now. Stephen, who are you trying to send a message to? Republicans, Democrats, African Americans, all of the above? I'd go with all of the above. That sounds about right. But specifically the Democratic Party from the standpoint that I definitely believe that the black vote has been taken for granted. And primarily the black community is, is at fault in my estimation in that regard, simply because on one hand, we're giving one party our vote because they've successfully gone about the business of convincing our community that the other party, the Republican Party, is completely against the interest mm -hmm. of the black community. And as a result, we've been very transparent and our support. We've boarded hook, hook, line, and sinker. We look at the Republican Party. I'm not talking about every single one of us, of course, but vast majority of black Americans look at the Republican Party as the enemy. We look at the Democratic Party, even tacitly, as our support base. And as a result, we are very transparent in our support for them. So because of it, they have a license to take us for granted. The Republican Party has a, light to, uh, a license to summarily dismiss us because they believe they'll never get our vote anyway. And then we end up finding myself devoid of any kind of representation whatsoever mm -hmm. yeah that makes sense huh that makes sense hmm. i've been saying that yeah for four years mm -hmm. okay i've been saying that for four years so here comes trump and trump finally calls it out yep. somebody in trunks uh trunk trunk trump's party finally figured it out and Trump goes on there and says, uh, Biden and the rest of y'all uh, yep. took, took voters for black voters for granted, and he's actually making an appeal. And dear listener, should you, should you question your brother about what do you mean the Democratic Party has taken the black vote for granted? What empirical data do you have? Behold. It's a long way until November. We got more questions. You got more questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. It don't have nothing to do with Trump. It has to do with the fact I want something for my community. I would love to see- Take a look at my record, man. I extended the voting racks 25 years. I have a record that is second to none. The NAACP has endorsed me every time I've run. The war, I mean, come on. So what was he going to say there? <laughs> Come on, take a look at my record. It sounded uh, like he was going to say the war on drugs. The war... <laughs> wouldn't surprise me. Don't go there! <laughs> what, I got 
homeless black people off the street right. who are selling drugs in your community. Right, you got three square meals a day. And, and housing, things of that nature. <laughs> Where was that book that said that you guys liked being enslaved? You were paid 25 cents a day for making those uh, license plates and stuff? This dude went on uh, the number one vlogcast of, uh, for, for black youth, The Breakfast Club. And to our face said, you ain't black if you don't vote for me, you silly niggers. Uh, I've been telling people over and over and over again. Now there's this big, you know, brouhaha on the Middle America channel. People are like, do you guys actually think that he likes black people now? Do you think that Trump, this is clearly to get votes. This is clearly to get votes. Well, here, here's the thing. Is it pandering? Sure. But here's, here's the difference. When the Democrats pander to black people, they go on our shows and insult us to our face. Mm -hmm. Or you can never forget Miss Hillary Clinton. What do you have in your bag? And she said, hot sauce. When Democrats come to pander us, it's all this lip service or just outright out and out insults. Charlemagne explicitly said, tell us what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. Biden responds with, man, look at my record. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, again, stuck for a lot, but I don't know. Maybe Biden has forgotten his own record. Like, do you think that's possible? Like, he, maybe he forgot about yes. the busing thing, and he forgot that yes. he was rolling with Strom Thurmond, and he mm -hmm. forgot that he was the main progenitor of the crime bill, where he said those people are beyond the pale. Normally, I would say no, but given what I've seen in his different video clips that I see around, I'm like, I don't know how much this man remembers in a given moment. So if Trump ever went on Breakfast Club and they said, hey, and and and, and uh, Charlemagne the God. Um, Although he sounded pretty clear, Biden did when he was talking about that stuff. Sadat said, well, what are you going to do for us, Trump? He says, well, I'll make Juneteenth a national holiday. I'll give the police sensitivity training or whatever. Um, tax cuts for minority business for minority businesses, Op more opportunity zones that encourage investment in low-income areas, um, mm -hmm. continuing the First Step Act. Like, Trump can actually list a bullet point of things that he's going to do or has already done, yep. and then, of course, he can take credit for the record low unemployment in the black community pre-COVID. Yep. Biden can say, you ain't black if you don't vote for me, you silly Negro. <coughs> Oh my goodness, this is mind-boggling. Now mm -hmm. I know right now, this is again, I keep talking about my white liberal friends. They're like, I can't, they're probably, they're so angry right now. I can hear y'all say, right, I can't believe this, blah, blah, blah. Do you really think he cares about us? I'm going to give you guys a quote. Here's a quote. I am not nor have ever been in favor of bringing about in any way the social and political equality of the black and white races. I am not nor have ever been in favor of making voters or jurors of Negroes, nor of qualifying them to hold office, nor to intermarry with white people. And I will say in addition to this, there is a physical difference between the white and the black races, which I believe will forever forbid the two races from living together on terms of social and political equality. And in as much as they cannot so live, while they do remain together, there must be a position of superior and inferior. And I, as much as any other man, am in favor of having the superior position assigned to the white race. End quote. Who do you think said that? I've got a guy in our, in our channel. You, you know who I'm talking about. I think so. <clears throat> that 
that will co-sign this 100. percent I mean, oh, the guy, the guy's yeah. a fascist. Basic. The guy's basically a Nazi. I was so shocked when I first heard this. Yeah, yeah. The guy's basically a Nazi. Like, uh, it, has Trump ever said anything remotely close to this? That, ladies and gentlemen, was Abraham Lincoln. Surprise. So I guess Abraham Lincoln, nobody should have voted for brother. Like if, if you were black and, and I had a time machine, I should have never voted for Abraham Lincoln if I had the right to vote because he said all this racist bullshit. Right? That's the logic. You know the thing about Abraham Lincoln? He was racist as hell. He was really racist. He came out and just said there's an ontological difference between us and them and they're superior to us. But you know what? His policy coincided with a black agenda and black liberation. So I don't care what he says. I care about his policy. Mm -hmm. This is something yep. that black people need to understand and white liberals, if I hear one more silly white liberal talking about how black people have got to vote for Biden, when Biden will not come to the table with anything because Biden believes that he can just come around and tell us what to do. Remember the whole, hey, they're going to put you back in chains thing every time he gets around black people. Do yep. I believe Donald Trump has disdain for black people? Absolutely. Do I believe that Joe Biden has disdain for black people? Obviously he does. 100%. Kamala Harris told him, walk back what you did with the busing stuff. She's so silly. She, she's, Kamala Harris is such a coon. And she got up there and said, I don't believe you're a racist. <laughs> the author of the I crime bill, the guy that's running around with Strom Thurmond talking about Strom Thurmond was one of his heroes. The guy that said he didn't want his kids to inherit a racial jungle. That guy's not racist. <laughs> so there's Kamala cooning on national TV. And he still wouldn't walk it back. He still wouldn't say I did the wrong thing. Same thing with the crime bill. He's completely unrepentant about the crime bill because he believes, uh, like most people in America, that the black vote, black people are just going to stroll in line and vote for him no matter what he does. Therefore, that is so insulting. there is nobody who goes after us that to even so try to make a deal to even buy our votes. Mm -hmm. Joe Biden doesn't even have the respect for Charlemagne the God enough to play politics and lie and promise something. I'll repeat that again. Joe Biden doesn't even respect Charlemagne enough to get on the show and lie. Yeah, but look, Charlemagne never even called him on that. Correct. So Charlemagne sat there and let him do that because Charlemagne has been completely and totally brainwashed by the media into thinking that Trump is like the most horrible racist of all time and that somehow Joe Biden is some sort of improvement. This is why Stephen A. Smith said it. He said, we deserve this mm -hmm. because we keep doing this nonsense. Mm -hmm. So say what you want. Yep. Say what you want about the man. He's yeah. actually saying, let's make a deal. Let's do something. What do your negros want? I keep saying it all over, over and over again. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad in, you know, in Savior's Day, you know, in the Nation of Islam, Savior's mm -hmm. Day is like a two or three day festival where it's like basically Christmas, Thanksgiving and a rock concert combined. And they just go out on the evil of the white man and how black men are gods on earth and all this stuff. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad brought a, a grand dragon of the freaking KKK to speak. Yep. Had a Savior's Day uninterrupted. Yep. yep. You know why? You know what, brother? You know what, uh, brother minister Elijah Muhammad said? He said, "Hey, um, 
we know that we are enemies of one another, but we also have mutual interests. And that is the way mm -hmm. that black people need to interact with their government on the uh, state, local level, and the federal level. The institutions in this country were not built for us. They were never built for us. And um, the point here is we need to be able to get to the table with people who hate our guts and do not believe we're as human as them insofar as we can leverage our vote and our dollars to uh, push forward our agenda. Yep. So Trump is coming to the table and says, look, I want power and I want to win. And you guys want business opportunities, opportunity zones, yada, yada, yada. And you want Juneteenth. You, okay, so let's make a trade. I'll give you that if you help me get power. That's how these things are supposed to work. He doesn't need to say that he likes us. He's made it clear during this entire uh, jihad with, with yes. BLM and all the rest yep. of that. He has made it clear. He has called BLM and Antifa terrorist organizations mm -hmm. long before he did with the KKK. Mm -hmm. And any equivalency between the KKK and BLM is uh, completely dishonest anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, please, miss me with that. It's a, it's a ridiculous compare, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because he's saying I am willing to concede some things for you guys if you guys are willing to give me power. Mm -hmm. That is how black people should relate to politicians in America. This silly idea. Look, Barack Hussein Obama should have showed you by now, black man, black woman, uh, that these politicians don't care about you. Mm -hmm. Don't you remember what Diddy said? Diddy says. Black voters were shortchanged by the Obama presidency. He said they that. Were. He said that after eight years of Obama in 2016. Yep. So don't 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 just look at me all Vince being crazy. No, no. These are very influential black people in black culture. Sorry. So say what you want. We got the First Step Act. We got a whole bunch of other things that Trump has done positively for the black community. And now you got this. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the, the, Trump is outlefting Biden on so much, whether it's health care, whether it's engaging with black people. Uh, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable stuff. And it, it, it's amazing to me that they still don't get it. And the one concession, actual policy concession, that white people made to black people in this entire cycle has been Kamala Harris. Yep. Literally the worst person of color to partner with. This woman is so unpopular around her own people that she had to drop out before the primary got to California so she wouldn't have to suffer the humiliation of being beaten by a septuagenarian white guy in her own state. Right. That's who they selected. That was their pandering. So when Trump is pandering to black people, we get holidays, we get billions of dollars, and we get the KKK as a terrorist organization, which is purely metaphorical. When white people pander to us, we get hot sauce, you ain't black, and Kamala Harris. That's so messed up. Unbelievable stuff. <clears throat> Look, if he does it and he comes through, good for us. And, you know, I, I, I at this and point... And if he doesn't, it's not like Biden was going to do anything anyway. Correct. So. <laughs> you haven't lost anything. Correct, correct. You only stand to gain. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said the first time. What do you got to lose? Vote for me, Negroes. What do you guys have to lose? <laughs> There's really nothing. Uh, okay. 
I mean, there you go. There you go. Um, so somebody in Trump's team figured it out. And let's see how Biden, count, Biden counters. I mean, I don't know what he's going to do. But um, Trump, in, one, in, in the speech there, also made reference to the, the crime bill stuff and all the rest of it. Um, and if you, if you don't think that that's going to get, not going to get brought up and all this stuff during debates, you'll see. It will. I mean, this, this is a, ugh, unbelievable stuff, but shout out to Trump. Uh, where are you right now? Cause you go back and forth every two seconds about. <laughs> well, I was going to write Bernie in and then the whole thing, you know, the, the, what, what's that lady's name? The Supreme court. RBG. Yeah. She, she died. So I, now ever since we talked about that, then I'm like. Ugh, if this is a chance to overthrow, you know, Roe v. Roe, Wade. Roe v. Wade, then yeah, then I want to do that. But I, I mean, Shorty might be in before the election even happens. Yeah, he's I mean, already, he's and that's already the selected thing. her. Like I wasn't, I was not on board with Trump because of how crazy he acted during this COVID stuff and some of the things that he said. It made him sound like a freaking yeah, fascist and devil. Yeah, came out of yeah. So that that wasn't cool to me, but. But at the same time, we're killing thousands of babies. No, I'm not okay with that. So then if, if no, voting... We're at 61. Well, I'm thinking per day. I had per day in my... Yeah. Isn't it 3,000 per day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's obviously insane. And so if voting for Trump will, you know, at least dwindle that number, then I would... Does this Trump. influence your vote at all? Oh, of course. Of course it does. <laughs> what? It does. It, it that would, would affect our, our family. <laughs> it would. It would influence my vote in the sense of the Democrats' lack of response. Right? So to me, this entire situation is more about the Democrats than it is about Trump. Mm-hmm. It's just indicative of the fact that, you know, we've got to get over this whole notion that people have to, black people, have to stop looking to white people to like them or to love them. Mm-hmm. Stop. Like, you have got to know who you are and you have to know who your enemies are. And sometimes you and your enemies have um, overlapping agendas. Mm-hmm. And so if, if the black community would just understand that, mm-hmm. none of these people are on our team. Obama is not on our team. Yeah. None of these people are on our team. Obviously, Mr. Lincoln wasn't. So we just have to mature in our thinking and say, okay, both these people despise us and hate us. Both of these people have no respect for us, but there's one person who has enough respect to say, let me try to politic. Mm -hmm. And that's where the collective consciousness of black Americans needs to grow and where the collective consciousness of white, silly white liberals, instead of telling people like me, stop saying positive things about Trump, you, silly white liberal, need to go to the Democratic Party and say, what are we doing for these black people? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because the Republicans are trying. We got to at least try. And they gave us Kamala Harris. There you go. I mean, it's going to be a hell of a thing, man. November, we might be in the hospital with uh, the baby Mm -hmm. when when all this nonsense is going down. So how real is that? (laughs) Love your neighbor. Take care of each other. Middle America. We are the media. Till next time, guys.